Coming to you from the stable internet studios. It's the Believe in the Southside Boys. I am Steve O. You can find me on Twitter at Drunk Shy Sox Fan. And joining me, as always, is the one, the only, Carrie. Well, that's really uh, a great intro, Steven. And are that's... you wearing a batting helmet? I am wearing a batting helmet. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, what's going on? It's uh, your boy, Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at that baseball fan. Um, Got to like both of us on Twitter. Steve, you want to give the plug for everything? Absolutely. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. We very much appreciate everybody who uh, does so. Uh, shout out to our guy, Alex Rude, who is the only person who's yet to rate us, even though he said we're a Chris Benoit podcast, which is not Correct, True. but we no. do appreciate the five star rating because we're we're higher rated than those bums over at Sons of Honarchy. Um, <laughs> yes, so please make sure you do that. Uh, we appreciate everybody who tunes in, uh, not only uh, tuning in over our, our podcast uh, platforms, which you know we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on wherever you catch your podcast, but we're also live on YouTube with every single episode that we come out with. Uh, so please make sure you join us on YouTube, subscribe to us there, and uh, join us in the comments because we absolutely love the live comments when they come in, even when uh, Beer Garden Jim likes to just spam us with Brian Billick comments. So, <laughs> And uh, Steve, I'm very happy right now. Um, tell I just tell hit, me why you're happy. I just hit a three-leg parlay. Um, oh, that's fantastic. A baseball one, and it was like plus 700 through like – I think it was like 40 bucks on it. So I'm coming home with some decent Ooh, money. Okay. Um, it involves Reed Detmers over two, over one and a half walks, Astros <laughs> scoring five runs and the Marlins winning. I mean, uh, the Rangers winning game one today and they did everything just hit. So I, I just got really happy like this exact moment. <laughs> wow. There you go. Cashing out, baby. Congratulations, Carrie. I, I'm I'm a small betting guy. I can only do solo bets these days, man. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is about parlays. They're just like, you know, I hit like one out of 10 and, mm-hmm. and, and the odds are just never good enough. So I've been um, on a streak, but you know what? To go with that, the Guardians are now tied with the Angels four to four. OK, well, I'm hoping the Angels hang on. Uh, yes. The White Sox need all the help that they can possibly get, um, despite them going five and two in their last road stand. They had a. Uh, or road trip, I should say. I always say road stand. That's not, I, mean, I combine like home stand and road trip. Uh, but the road trip, the West Coast road trip, uh, we have to recap that because we have not recorded since then. Um, so, Carrie, we get, uh, th- or did we record after the Mariner series? We did record after the Mariner series, yeah. didn't we? Pardon me. Uh, but what did I say before the, tell everybody, Carrie, tell them, what did I say? I mean, you said they were going to go five and two. I said I said four and three, but you said four you were, and three. You were right. You were right, Steve. Again, you've been uh, calling some of these, you know, some of these things correctly lately. I mean, like especially like the records and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I believe uh, against the Astros, you said every game they were going to win. They did. Um, so yeah, kudos to you. I mean, uh, I've always said when when you have bad takes. I will gladly broadcast them. Andrew Absolutely. Bob. And when you have good ones, I'll do the same thing. So, um, yeah, you called five and two. I, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, you, you said it. For sure. For sure. I guess I just got to speak things into existence now. So 
The White Sox are going to win the AL Central, right, Kerry? Um, yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> I don't even know if I can talk myself into that one. So here's the problem, right? The White Sox go five and two on the road. Uh, they take three out of four from the A's since the last mm-hmm. time we recorded. Uh, it should have been a sweep, but that old hag Tony had to uh, make his appearance out of the hospital. Um, keep him as far away from this team as you possibly can is where I'm at. I I really think what I don't think that these guys wish ill upon Tony. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that Liam Hendricks is in the back of the locker room just, you know, putting witches hexes on Tony Larusa and wishing death upon him. But at the same time, I think that these guys they vibe different without him in the clubhouse. I said this last time around. And on top of that, if anything, they're playing for a guy who's dying, right? <laughs> you can't measure that, but that brings a little bit of excitement to your clubhouse, right? Yeah. I mean, Steve, you've seen the quotes. You've seen the post-game interviews. You've seen it all. I've, I keep on saying this. There's no such thing as coincidences. And if there's... It's not a coincidence they're playing better without this guy, okay? And that they're having more fun and they're vibing. And, you know, like you said, I mean, come on. Like the one, and then <laughs> the one game he's there, they, they suck. Yeah. Come on. Come on. This like, man just had a pacemaker procedure just happen. There is no away. way. There's no way that he should be let back into a major league dugout right now. He, he is not fit to be a major league manager especially for a team that's making a playoff push okay no doctor could possibly think that this is good for this old man right no and and the only doctor that would would be like some doctor in like texas probably but like you know like no like it's just just keep him away let the man live out his life happy okay he's rich He's, you know, gets away with DUIs. Like, just let him, just let him just He's a Hall of Fame baseball person. Let him be a Hall of Fame baseball person. Exactly. And just stay away from from the team. Away from the White Sox dugout in particular. Yes. Honestly, if you really want to have him there, that's fine. Put him in the press box. Put him, put him in the box with Jerry. Let him hang out with his cigar buddy. uh, And and that's it. You know, I, I think this team is just playing so much better. And, and has such a different energy with Miguel Cairo in there. Um, I Can you disagree with that? I mean, no, I mean, no, Steve. I think it was, were you texting me about how when they were all out of the clubhouse or no, you know what? I was talking to man, our buddy, Mansuli. Oh, there yes. was a picture of all the players outside of the clubhouse after they scored a bunch of those runs in the ninth inning against Oakland. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Tony probably would have been like, pretend like you've been here before. Like get the hell in, the, you know, like just probably making them be miserable, you know? So um, there is totally a different vibe and Cairo might not even be the best manager, but just anybody is better than Tony at this point. So yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right. Let's recap this series real quick. Um, so we already talked about the Mariners. So let's hop into the A's first game was an absolute slug fest for the white Sox, 14 to two Yohan Mankata, five hit game, five ribbies, um, and, uh, two bombs out of Yohan. Um, Yohan heating up. 
You, you feeling good about him? I don't know. Mm, I feel the same about him, right? I'm not going to let a couple games, you know, get me too too amped up about this guy. I mean, it's been like, what, two to three years since he's actually been himself. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know that seems like, uh, you know, half glass empty type of, you know, fanning, as someone would say, but I'm a realist and Yoan just has sucked this year. Uh, actually, since 2020, he's not been that good of a hitter. Fielding-wise, amazing. Such a good fielder. But hitting, I'm not going to get too excited yet. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, here's the thing. He's not 2019 Yoan Moncada, right? That that Yoan Moncada has, has definitely not been present at the plate. However, you have to think that even 2021 Yoan Moncada was so much better than 2022 mm-hmm. Yoan Moncada, even yes. at the plate. Yes. He was still, his his weighted runs created plus and his OPS plus were still his above league was incredible, average, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. He's not even close to that now. And I know it's really hard to get excited, um, even with no. his, his couple monster games that he's had um, in the last couple weeks. Um Last 15 games, his slash line is 246, 324, 426. I'll be honest, if I can get a 324 OBP and a 426 slugging out of Mankata for the rest of the season, and if the White Sox are in the playoffs, I'll live with it. I'll absolutely live with it. Yeah. I think he's got to clear his headspace, figure out whatever the hell is going on at the plate for him, and, and then put in work in the offseason. A lot of people, I think, want to shit on him for not being hardworking and not hustling. But, I mean, this is a guy who is a former number one prospect in baseball, okay? Guy has so much talent, right? As long as – I think it's all mental. I don't think it's a talent thing. I don't think it's a hard work thing. I just think it's a mental thing. And I think this being, you know – I think once he works through these injuries, once he can get his body fully healthy, he's going to figure it out. He's young, and he's young. Like, people forget Yoan Moncada is younger than I am, Kerry. And I know you always joke about me being a freaking kid. He's younger than I am. Yeah, I know. I just, like, you know, I believe in... I, I don't think he's going to be 2022 Yoan ever again, right? I, I think this is just, like, a bad season starting out. The, he started out the year hurt, I believe, too. Yep. Um. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say this is Yohan and who he is. I think he's more of who he was last year. You know, a guy that just gets on base, doesn't mm-hmm. hit too many homers, you know, but is a good second hitter, right? I think that's who he is. Um, but just come back to your question. I, I, I'm not going to get too excited, but I hope and pray that we can get how, how Yohan's hitting right now and even Grandal starting to hit a little bit. I mean, he's just like more normal, right? Than who he has been all year. So you just need this last, you know, what, 20 something days of these, these two guys to come out of their shell and they might win the division. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they're going to need a little bit of help, but it's, it's absolutely possible. If they keep winning, they keep winning, right? You can go five and two on a road mm-hmm. trip. That's, that's completely acceptable, especially out on the West coast against the Mariners uh, to start and taking two out of three and then 
three out of four against Oakland, even though a sweep would have been really nice. Yeah. Thanks um, twins though, for not helping us at all. Yeah. Jeez. They suck. They absolutely suck. Uh, the, the 2022 twins, uh, just when we thought the white Sox this year might be the twins of last year. Nope. The twins of this year are the twins, are of, twins last of last year. year. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. Talk about imploding and that's, and it's, Great too for the White Sox looking forward because the Twins wasted prospect capital to get them nowhere, and Carlos Correa is most likely going to sign somewhere else next year. Yeah, I have a theory he's going to the Cubs. That's just me though. I mean, um, why not? Big market, a team that can absolutely splash, um, and that pushes that... the magical out. So, like, I'm kind of like speaking it into existence. It oh, oh, where's he going to play if he does? I mean, show, oh, show yeah. him on, show him on the camera. Nick, Nikki Two Strikes T-shirt is uh, yeah. in full effect. About today. to be Nikki Double A. That's what he's about to be. Speaking of uh, your your former favorite player, um, wow, talk about that one, Kerry. <laughs> yeah, what? That's your guy, Nick Kerry Madrigal. The, yeah, Nick Madrigal, Stan. No, I heard. Won't I heard. Anything. I heard at that baseball fan was you a big won't... Nick Madrigal stand. Yeah. Well, I'm not that guy. I'm at that you're, base by fan. That and, base by fan. And you won't see any Nick Madrigal stuff on that account. I so. love that. Shout out oh, to uh, Busby for helping me out with that. By the way. Thanks yeah. You oh know, man. You got all my bad <laughs> Nick Madrigal <laughs> takes deleted forever. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Well, speaking of getting like blocked and, and getting accounts deleted, I'd like to thank you for posting a picture of me uh, today that got me blocked by somebody. I'm, I'm not going to name <laughs> names here, but I got blocked by an account today because you posted a picture of me um, and I called my what did I, oh, I call myself a hottie. Um, <laughs> apparently, that's offensive to call myself a hottie. Um Let's get back to White Sox talk. Um, so <laughs> yeah, game two of the, the A's White Sox series was that Friday night game where the White Sox were down three, nothing going into the ninth and a little bit of magic happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot sing the praises enough of Elvis Andrews. Like not only has Elvis Andrews been really good, but he's been really good in tough situations. Um, we talked about that was going to be his revenge game, his v- revenge series. And he like jokingly, and he came yep. through. So it was hey, cool. He absolutely did. He absolutely did. Um, Saturday was another shellacking by the White Sox. The White Sox had 20 hits on Saturday and won that game 10 to 2. Um, starting pitching and bullpen were both solid uh, the first three games of the series. Um, you, you re- even, uh, even that Friday game um, with Giolito on the mound, I'll take even, even against that quadruple A lineup. I know it's still not his best stuff. We're not going to get Giolito's best stuff this year. I think he's got to go back in the cat's lab, develop a third pitch. Um, I think he needs he's just stopping fat. You've so. said it, not me. Um, yeah, 20 pounds of muscle, right? 20 pounds of fat. Come on. I'm calling I bullshit. I know that's when I see one. <laughs> he put on that dad bot weight. He's not fat. He's just. You put he's on dad that dad bod, bod weight. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's dad bod fat. That's what he is. Absolutely. I, Ari doesn't even have a kid yet. He has no excuse. No. Oh, jeez. Um, but I'll take that out of Giolito. He he has uh, six innings pitched, five hits given up, two walks, three earned, and six strikeouts. Even against the A's. I'll, you I'll take any win you can get it at this point, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last game of the series, and I wanted to ask you about this one. 
uh, Sox, after all of that run production, then get the tables turned on them. Uh, so in the words of Michael Scott, my, 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 how the turntables. Um, 10 to 3 against the A's, they lost the uh, series finale. And as much as I want to blame it on Tony, Johnny Cueto, we, we asked, I asked you about this last time, or maybe a couple episodes ago, about after a Cueto bad start. And I said, you know, are we starting to see the real Johnny Cueto? Is this just a blip on the radar? Is Cueto, are the wheels starting to fall off a little bit here, Kerry? Mm, I don't think so. I think you're, every, every guy has a shitty start unless you're like Dylan Cease. Um, I, I, I'm not out on Cueto at all. I think, uh, if you look at the games that he's like pitched well, and it's against some good teams, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I mean like that game against Seattle, they lost three to zero, but I mean, I think he had what one run run, I think like got no issue with Johnny Cueto. I don't think the wheels are falling off just yet. Um, so yeah, uh, plus with the matchups they have, he's he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not terribly concerned about Johnny Cueto because first and foremost, I like to say the bar was set very low for Johnny Cueto and he has absolutely exceeded my expectations. I thought this was just an absolute, complete, washed up signing for the White Sox. Just typical hashtag that's so White Sox fashion with Johnny Cueto. But... It, the metrics, the metrics have me a little worried, and I and I know his stuff is not going to be fantastic. You know, he's older, he's fallen off a little bit. He's thirty six. The miles are catching up on him, and, and that's where I'm starting to get a little worried. I'm worried that the miles are starting to catch up. I don't know about his most recent numbers, but I mean, here's the thing: this is a guy whose fastball velocity is in the eleventh percentile. I'm looking the spin at this too. Is at the twenty ninth percentile. He is in the bottom second percentile. 98% of pitchers are better than him in whiff percentage. And 93% of pitchers are better than him in getting Ks, right? He does limit the walks, which is fantastic. But I get major Dallas Keuchel vibes. Hmm. His velocity is higher. Even though it's really, even though it's 91, you know, 92. Dallas was hitting 88. You know, but you look at some of these other number numbers, man. He's avoiding the barrel, right? He's avoiding mm-hmm. the barrel of the bat. He's not walking. King guy. He's getting guys to chase. So, oh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I. That's fair. I mean, this is the thing with metrics, right? You can look at some statistics and say. Oh man, like he's due for regression. But then you look at others and you say, okay, well, he's still getting the job done. Um, so I'm a little bit skeptical on Cueto. Once again, he's just he's getting old, man. That that arm is is starting, I think, to show a little bit of that wear and tear. Um, I'm hoping he can hold on and and just be that that kind of uh, that big game pitcher that he's been mm-hmm. uh, down down the stretch and hopefully into the postseason. Um, the White Sox got some games coming up, Carrie. We should uh, we should talk about those before we uh, before we close this out. Um, how are we feeling about the White Sox against the Rockies here? Yeah, we'll talk about these next three games coming up because the schedule is kind of kind of weird here. Um, 
but I feel good against Colorado. I mean, you got Kopech and Cease going, which I I think they should still switch Cease and Giolito around so Cease can face Cleveland in three games. Mm-hmm. Um, Giolito's not good against Cleveland, I'm pretty sure. Um, but if you can get Kopech and Giolito out there, you got Chad Cool, who like not to be punny, but he's cooled off, and then Kyle Freeland, a lefty, um, and they've been better against lefties lately. And it's in Colorado, I believe. So no, nope. it's at it's home. A, it's at home. We are playing at shit. The G spot. Like, if it was in Colorado, it'd be ten times better. But uh, yeah, um, I think they. I think they're going to win these next two games. I, I I think they're going to win them pretty easily. Yeah, I I think they're must wins. Um, especially considering every they're game. not. Yep, it's true. They are in in must win territory every single day at this point. Um, and yes, it's <laughs> it's not really a. Uh, a possible thing to really ask of this ball club, uh, no, you know, you to win, win to win out every single game, but you got to treat every game like it's a must win game. Um, the thing is I, that Cleveland game is more important because you can gain, you can gain one in the win column and you can gain one in the loss column. Um, Cleveland's winning. Fuck. And now they're beating the angels. Um, I, I don't know why they're not switching them out. Yeah. Well, it might just be for now, you know. Yeah. But then, then again, too, the last time they messed with the rotation and put Cease in against Baltimore, he didn't look like his best self, right? He gave up those three earned runs, right, against Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, and had trouble with uh, finding the strike zone. Uh, gave up a bomb early in that game. Um, so maybe that's their thought process too. They don't want to mess with Cease and and the the way in which he's pitching right now. So. Wins are wins for sure, but man, that Cleveland game on Thursday, I think that's going to be really telling to see where the White Sox are and how they stack up. Um, I think I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think if the White Sox lose that game, I think if the White Sox win that game, I know you can't measure, you can't put this into metrics, you can't put this uh, into mathematical statistics, but I think that would really be a huge morale raise for this team. Um, say you win two at home. And then you go on the road and you uh, you beat Cleveland on a Thursday afternoon. That would be enormous, um, especially going into three on the road against Detroit that they absolutely should win too. So, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that Cleveland game. Every game against Cleveland now is that's if we're talking about must win games. These these next four they have against Cleveland coming up on what Thursday and then the week after those you have, you can't lose any of them just can't. And if you do, you have to make up ground somewhere else. So it's, this is, it's, it's getting to that point now. It's like, can it be a playoff feel? So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just going through that schedule uh, one more time, Rockies one against Cleveland, then three against Detroit. Three against Cleveland against home or at home. So luckily, those three games against Cleveland are at home. Uh, even though I don't know, are the Sox better on the road or are they better at home? Um, they're better on the road this year. They're, be- I know. I was gonna say, you look at the numbers; they're a better team on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like one of the best on the road. I'm pretty sure. They're like, uh, it's. I think they are. Yeah, they're top tier. Uh, yeah. I don't think they stack up with like Houston, uh, but they are much better than most of the league on the road. Um, yeah, our, our boy uh, Luis in the chat. Uh, no government names, though, of course, right? 
Uh, yes, you need to murder Detroit. Uh, I, talk about really bad teams that you have to take advantage of. Luckily, the White Sox did it against Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. I think and that's the funny thing about this team is I think outside of that sweep uh, against Arizona, uh, as of recent, they've been taking care of um, of bottom feeders. Yeah, they, they've been taking care of business against bad teams. Um, and right now, like I was saying, Cleveland, Detroit, Minnesota, San Diego, the Twins again to close out the year. You got bad teams take care of business mm-hmm. you you control your own destiny i've said that um yes cleveland has a lead on you you might need a tad bit of help but as long as you keep winning games you got a shot gary you still there oh thought we had a little bit of yeah lag i'm here there, huh it's just cutting it out just yeah a little tiny leg you know it wouldn't be a our podcast if my internet didn't just you know shit out towards the end hey it's all good it's <laughs> gotta gotta stay on brand here baby i know God. well carrie we we try to wrap this thing up within a half an hour i think we're gonna mm-hmm. do that do you have any final thoughts on uh our boys on the south side just win baby i mean who who's at the best the damn jewish <laughs> um <laughs> Um, I, I think what Mark Davis said it the best. Just, just win. That's all it is. Just, just win. Wasn't that Al Davis, not Mark Davis? Al Davis, Mark Davis, Mark Davis, the one that looked like Chucky. Um, <laughs> just, just win. Okay, so that's all I can say. Um, beat these shitty teams. Beat Cleveland, and morale goes even higher. A thousand percent. I'm telling you, man. They win the next three. Let's get those playoff tickets. So. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate those of you that joined us in the live comments and made us laugh, uh, particularly our guy, Senior Socks, um, who is, is making fun of Carrie and his uh, his cultural background. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love you, Carrie. Um, thank yeah. you. Oh, yep. And the spotty Wi-Fi. A big shout out to Carrie spotty Wi-Fi. Um, we will be back with this is horrible. with another episode. Um, as uh, Carrie, should we yeah. do? We, we we should probably come back with one uh before the weekend, hopefully. So fingers crossed that we can do that. Thanks so much. Sounds good. Uh, it's uh good to see everybody. Have a good one and uh, go White Sox. Go Sox. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.